0: Praise God. Amen. If you believe that, let's give the Lord one last praise. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, that you're solid. Thank you, Lord, that our hope is built on you and you alone, God. We thank you for this day, God. Have your way in the name of Jesus. You can be seated. Man. Thank you, worship team. That was Ooh. I feel a little drunk up here, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes you need to get a little drunk in church. I should say you should get drunk being the church. Amen. Well, I don't think I gotta clarify in here, but we got some Holy Ghost bartenders in this place. Amen. Ooh, man. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I don't know about y'all, but sometimes you just need to get whacked by Jesus. Amen. A little taste of the Holy Spirit goes a long way. <laughs> man. Well, um, I had the privilege of sharing this morning. Our, our, our wonderful pastors are out doing camp. So please pray for them, pray for them to have uh, all the strength that they need, all the patience, and that, that somehow in the midst of all the serving that they're doing, that they will be refreshed supernaturally, because they're going to need it. Um, yeah, being around, uh, you know, so many of us were part of VBS this this last week or so, and uh, I think we all know dealing with kids every day <laughs> at that level, it can be a little taxing. Um, But God, God's faithful. (laughs) So today I'm going to share a little bit about what God's been placing on my heart. Um, You know, we live in just interesting times, uh, you know. But I really feel like there's a strategic attack from the enemy on hope. You know, it's one thing for the world to be hopeless, But I'm seeing hopelessness in the church, and that's worrisome. It's worrisome when, you know, we talk around the old water cooler, and the Christians are as hopeless as the unbelievers. That's bothersome. And I just wanted to come this morning because the Lord's just been encouraging me and reminding me that, listen, we're called to be a people that carries hope. We are the light of the world. We are the hope of the world. And the world is in desperate need of hope right now. And guess what? We get to be the people that bring hope to those who don't know Jesus. For those who are far from Him. For those who are not able to see through the mass media. Able to see through social media. Able to see through all the garbage that you have to filter through nowadays. We get to be that hope so we 're going to start this morning um, i, I didn 't prepare stuff up top, so we 're going to do it the old fashioned way where i 'm going to just tell you you can flip to it in your Bible or you can you know just trust that i'm i 'm actually reading what 's in there, <laughs> whatever you want to do. Um, I will let you know I tend to when i when I look up verses for scriptures i 'll read four or five different versions. And whichever one that the Holy Spirit breathes on to me is the one that I use. So we'll probably be going through four or five different versions as I go through today. But just listen and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you as we read these verses today. Lord, I just ask that you would just use me, God. That, Father, you would put me on like a glove. That, Lord, that you would speak through me and that these words, Father, would be, Father, life and power to all that hear them. Lord, we give you the glory, we give you the honor. I pray our ears are open, our hearts are ready to receive, in Jesus' name, amen. So first we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and we're going to be starting in verse 12, and it says, Now all we can see of God is like a cloudy picture in a mirror. But later we will see him face to face. We don't know everything right now. But then we will. Just as God completely understands us. For now there is faith, hope, and love. Can everybody say now? Sometimes we read over this and we forget that word, but it's very important. It says, for now, we have faith, hope, and love. But of these three, the greatest is love. Now this morning, I've been reading over this chapter a whole lot. Just It seems to be in, in my times with the Lord, i read over this chapter because God's just been drawing me to love, 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 love. But God, over the last few weeks, has really highlighted hope. To me. And so sometimes we focus on the faith portion of this and the love portion, and we forget the meat that's in the middle. You know, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it tells us that without God it is impossible, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But we forget in Hebrews chapter 11 and 1 that it tells us that you can't even have faith without hope. Let's read it. Hebrews 11.1 one. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. I'm going to read that again. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. How can you have faith if you don't have hope? The conviction or evidence of things not seen. See, hope is so important to understanding and having faith in the Lord. We need hope. One of the best definitions of hope that I that I have come across is, is from a man named Steve Backlund. And he says that hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present and that I have the power to help make it so. You hear that? I'm going to read that again. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present and that I have the power to help make it so. God did not leave us here to live hopeless lives. God didn't come and give His only begotten Son and bring Him back with the resurrection of life so that we can walk around going... I don't know how it's going to turn out. Eeyore. Eeyore. We've got the Eeyore spirit bad in the church right now. And I'm telling you that right now, we need to pick up the mantle of Christ Jesus. We need to be filled with His hope. Not with the world's hope, but with His hope. The only hope. Jeremiah 29.11, most of us know this. It's a life verse. For I know the thoughts that I thank towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Jesus has a future and a hope for every one of us. We need to be full of hope. Notice that our future is directly tied to our hope. Hopelessness can only exist when our thoughts of the future are absent of God. Hopelessness can only exist in the believer if our thoughts of the future are absent of God and His presence. Listen, if if we have a dream and God isn't at the center of it, you're not going to have the hope to endure to receive it. Because God has to be in that future to have the hope that endures to achieve and receive what God has planned. Hope has to be there. Some of the reasons that we should never lose hope, I got just three of them. There's so many, you know. You go through Scripture. If you ever do a word study on hope, man, it'll blow your mind. It's, it's everywhere in Scripture. But number one, the number one reason is that Jesus is leading us. Amen? Jesus is leading us. Now, I was in the military for eight years. I had a lot of leaders in my life. And I can tell you that I did not like most of them. I'm just going to be real honest with you. Most of them were selfish, self-centered, and out for whatever ideal they had for my life and everyone else that was following them. But listen, we have the perfect leader. The perfect leader. In Scripture, in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 4, 5 and 6, It says that Moses was a faithful servant and told God's people what would be said in the future. But Christ is the son in charge of God's people. And we are those people. If we keep on being brave and don't lose hope. If we will keep on being brave and don't lose hope. Listen, we have a better leader than Moses. We have a better leader than any person that's ever walked the face of this earth in Jesus. Jesus is our leader. He's our example. He's the reason we can have hope. He's the reason we know that wherever He's leading us is right on target. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not in your own understanding, but acknowledge Him in all of your ways and He will direct your path. He will take you exactly where you need to be and you can trust that it is good. Our hope is that now He's not leading us into the worst predicament that can possibly be thinking of. No, He's leading us into victory. He's leading us into a, a life of overcoming. No matter the circumstances, no matter what's going on, His grace is sufficient now and is sufficient in the future. That's our hope. That's our hope. Great leaders inspire hope in those that follow them. If you've ever been around really great, exceptional leadership, they're people who carry and inspire hope in others. There's never and never will be a greater leader than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The second thing, the second reasons we should never lose hope is hope produces strength and endurance. In Hebrews chapter 6, verse 11 through 12, the Bible says, We wish that each of you would always be eager to show how strong and lasting your hope really is how strong and lasting your hope really is. Then you will not be lazy. You would be following the example of those who had faith and were patient until God kept His promises to them. I cannot help read that verse and think of Joseph. I cannot help but this young boy that had a dream from God that he was going to be elevated above Everybody in his family, that he was going to be in a place of prominence, in a place of authority, and then he goes through hell. He goes through his brother's betrayal, throwing him in the pit. He gets thrown into prison after serving Potiphar, serving faithfully. He gets thrown in prison. And then he helps out the guys in prison, tells them the truth, and they don't even remember him for years. But he had an enduring hope. He had that thing that allowed him to stay strong, to say, no, yeah, this sucks. (laughs) This situation is horrible, but I will not lose hope. Hope is what gets us from the pit To the palace. Only hope. Those with the most hope. Always have the most authority and influence. I'm going to say that again. Those with the most hope. Always have the most authority. And influence. Listen. If you're looking for promotion at your work. If you're looking for. For. For favor, you need to learn to carry hope. When everyone else is complaining and saying, oh man, this is horrible, blah, 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 you be the person that brings hope into the situation. I'm not saying we live in denial, but I'm saying that we are not a people of problems, we are a people of solutions. The world brings problems. Jesus brings the answer. We're Jesus people. We bring the answer. Nobody wants to follow a leader that has the E.R. spirit. What is the E.R. spirit? It says things like, I'll learn to live with it. I'll just learn to live with it. Well, I wish I could, but I can't. Wish I could, but I can't. Eeyore. I'd say something, but nobody listens to me anyway. (laughs) That spirit destroys our hope. It will destroy your hope. We cannot afford to buy into this lie that Satan has planted in our world today. He wants a hopeless church. He wants a useless, beaten down, hopeless body of Christ. But that is not what Jesus died for. Third thing. Third reason we will never lose hope. Hope, or, hope is powered by believing in God's promises. One of the promises I, I, I'm just going to highlight two of them this morning, but one of the promises is that we will see Him. First John chapter three, verse two through three, says, "My dear friends, we are already God's children, though what we will be hasn't yet been seen." But we do know that when Christ returns, we will be like Him. Because we will see Him as He truly is. We will see Him as He truly is. This hope makes us keep ourselves holy just as Christ is holy. You know where a life of holiness is birthed out of? The hope of seeing Jesus. We shall see Him. We will see Him. That hope is what is enduring. That hope is what keeps us strong. That hope is what makes us have influence and power and favor. That hope alone. In Christ alone. What a song to sing before this message of hope. hope The second thing is the promise that he keeps his word. Mark 13:31 says heaven and earth will pass away but my words will by no means pass away. Numbers 23:19 says God is not a mere human. He doesn't tell lies or change his mind. God always keeps his promises. Amen. If that ain't a good verse to put on your mirror, I don't know what is. Numbers 23.19. 23.19. Listen, He's not like the best human walking the planet will fail you. I don't care who they are. They're going to let you down. But He's not a mere human. His promises are truth. And we can take them to the bank. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 20-22 through 22 says, Whatever God has promised gets stamped with the yes of Jesus. I love this version. This is the message, by the way. It gets stamped with the yes of Jesus. In Him, this is what we preach and pray. The great Amen. That God's yes and our yes together gloriously evident. God affirms us, making us sure thing, a sure thing in Christ, putting his yes within us. By his spirit, he has stamped us with this eternal pledge, a sure beginning of what he is destined to complete. Listen, he is destined to complete what he started in us. One day we will stand in judgment before God. But guess what? We can have the hope and assurance that Jesus is there saying, He's mine. She's mine. Because our hope is in Him alone. And He's enough. He's enough. Hmm. Listen, if if you don't know the promises of God, why not? Man, we cannot afford to live our lives not knowing what God has promised to us. You know, the reason why Jesus was able to sleep in the boat when the, when the great storm was happening is because God had told him that they were going to the other side. He wasn't worried about how big the waves were, whether the boat gets capsized. He he did not care. He was asleep. Because he had a word from God that, hey, you're going to the other side. What hope can we live in if we will take the promises of God and say that is absolute truth in my life? I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how big the waves are. I don't care how scary the circumstances are. God said. Period. No dot, dot, dot. God said. Period. Hope is powerful. Hope is contagious. Man. Hope is an amazing tool that God has given us. 1 Peter chapter 1 verses 3 through 4 says, "Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope, a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead." to an inheritance that's incorruptible and undefiled, that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you and me. Man. Yay! (laughs) Yay! It's not just a hope. It's a living hope we have in Jesus. It's not a hope That's just something that we just drag along that's dead. It's alive. He's alive. We can have His hope. Whatever you're facing today, you can have His hope. Whatever the storm around you is, you can have His hope. You can know that you're going to the other side. His promises are yes and amen. They are forever. You can count on Him better than you can count on anything else in this world. You can count on His Word. It's truth. His Word says that He loves us so much that He sent His only begotten Son. That whoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. Man. What hope we can carry. What hope we have in Jesus. So uh, last year I preached a message about the power of declaring the word. And so today I'm going to put that a little bit to practice and we're going to declare some things about hope this morning. So I'm going to say it and then I want you all to say it. And I want you to say it and then declare this over your life. Declare this over your situations. I was created to carry and release hope. My future is going to be greater than my past or my present. I will not give up, I will live my dream in accordance to his will. My faith in God will make my hope a reality. God has said it and He will do it. God is my Father. Jesus is my Lord. And the Holy Spirit is my Helper. No devil in hell can stop His purpose for my life. I won't lose hope. Amen. God bless. Let's give God a clap. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I really hope that as we leave today, that, that this seed is planted in your hearts. And that it's going to bear great fruit. There's so much that God is doing and in releasing into our world right now. And it's all good. It's all good. It's all for His glory. But we have to be positioned in hope to see it. And um, before, we, uh, before we release today, there's a few people that have requested prayer. And I just want us as, as a corporate body to lift them up in prayer this morning. Um, the first one is Gary Kennedy is having surgery on his hip on Tuesday, and they've requested that we pray for him, so we're going to lift him up in prayer, and also uh, Terry Luck is not feeling well this morning, and so we're going to lift her up in prayer as well, so just join me in prayer, Father, I thank you, Lord, I thank you this morning that where two or three gather in your name touching anything on earth, it will be done, God. And we just pray right now for Gary, Lord, that you would be with him, that your peace would be upon him, Lord, that you would, Father, that you would lead these surgeons surgeons to the exact place they should cut, that, Father, that everything that they do, Lord, would be in line with your hand and your grace and your mercy, God. And, Lord, we just pray that, Father, there would be a complete restoration of this hip, Lord, that he would no longer deal with the pain involved with this injury and that, God, that you would just use this for your glory and for your honor in Jesus' name. And Lord, we lift up Terry this morning. We say right now in the name of Jesus that she would be filled with hope, that she would be filled with life, that God, that you would begin to send your angels to to lift her up and to encourage her, God, and that, Father, that her body would come in alignment with heaven right now. There is no sickness in heaven, and there is none here in the name of Jesus. So we just declare heaven to come and overrule everything that's going on in Terry's life right now in the name of Jesus. And we just say glory to your name, Jesus, all credit, all honor to you forever and ever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we love you guys. I'm going to have our leadership come up. If there's anything that you need prayer for this morning, don't leave here without getting prayer. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm pretty sure everybody in here is in the boat, but I never want to end without making the opportunity available. Come, get to know Jesus. He'll he'll change your life and put you exactly where you need to be. And so we love you this morning. Y'all go in peace and have a great week. Love you.